South Africa's rand hit all-time lows against the dollar this week as currency turmoil swept across emerging markets. I'm Andrew England, the Financial Times Southern Africa Bureau Chief, and I spoke to Lesetja Kanyago, the Central Bank Governor, about how he viewed the current market volatility. How concerned are you about the fall in the rand combined with the poor economic figures we've seen? The depreciation of the currency, theoretically, should be good for economic activity. It should make the domestic goods more competitive, uh, those which are in the import competing sector and those that are exporting, Mm. other things being equal. The problem is that the other things are not quite equal. Global demand is not there. Nevertheless, for the sector such as the mining sector, if this would provide them with the relief, the weakening of the currency will provide them with relief. They sell in foreign currency, their costs are in rent, they will get better revenue from that. You put out a statement saying that you could intervene. We didn't say we could intervene, we said we could get involved. The two are different. And what would cause you to get to involved? To the extent that the depreciation of the rent is driven by fundamentals, no amount of central bank involvement or even intervention will stem the depreciation. So do you rule out intervention? I am ruling out intervention to try and defend a level of the currency. And that's why we said that we might get involved. So ruling out intervention to define the level of the currency? We will not be able to do that. We will not be able to do that. And one instrument that many of you do not seem to be real is the power of persuasion of the central bank. The moral situation to the market players to say that you must continue to make prices in these markets. I.e. be willing to sell rands. Or buy them for that matter. Exactly. There must be a two-way market. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what you're saying is you could get involved to ensure the liquidity, to ensure that there is a market for rand. But that's essentially not you using resources, but it's you using your moral authority. authority. And philosophically, we have a problem with trying to defend the level of the currency using interest, interest rates. rates. But to the extent that the currency has repriced and it starts to fit itself into the domestic price formation process, the central bank would be bound to respond. And in so doing, it is not, or in our case philosophically, we would not respond to the exchange rate. You're saying inflation. We will be responding to inflation. Which is your... Which is, our, which is our key target. And if you read the MPC statement of July, we then spell out that the risks to the inflation outlook is the rand. Is the rand. And your inflation forecasts are based on a relatively stable rand. A stable, relatively stable, relatively stable. Which is not. Uh, which has, which, has, not, which has, has not been. Which is why we said we expect that we will breach our target in the first quarter and the second quarter of next year. Hence, the movement in rates in July. We started articulating this narrative in 2013 already. And we said South Africa is facing a policy dilemma of rising uh, inflation and slow GDP growth. And now, it is not just slow GDP growth. It has contracted uh, GDP growth. So, hence, it's captured 
the kind of things that I was now articulating uh, here. But your dilemma's just got harder, hasn't it? Your whole... Yes, it's not a new dilemma. Uh, well, you said it has gotten harder, and I'm saying to you, in July we thought it had gotten harder, yeah. but we didn't know that the oil price will do the opposite, which uh, sort of like cushioned. The dilemma is still there. I, I'm not sure that I would say it has gotten harder. But, but are you worried about the potential of a US Fed rate in September? Because that could put more downward pressure on the rand, which puts more upward pressure on inflation. Yes and no. To the extent that it was not priced into the uh, prices, it would affect it. To the extent, if it is already priced, uh, it, should, it should be a non event. What, what do you think? Do you think it's when, already priced in or not? Only to a significant extent, not to a full extent. Because if it was priced to a full extent, an indication that says that this thing might be earlier or later shouldn't affect the financial markets, right? Mm. And the fact that it affects the financial market says to you that there is an element that is not uh, that is not uh, priced in. The lift-off, we do not necessarily always see it as such a bad thing, by the way. We don't see the lift-off in interest rates as such a bad thing. Because to the extent that the U.S. Fed is increasing rates because they believe the U.S. economy is stronger. Yeah, a stronger yeah. U.S. economy is good for the global economy. And as such, we should benefit from a, a stronger global economy. Do you think we are in an emerging markets crisis? I am worried about what is happening to emerging markets. I am not sure I would call it an emerging market crisis yet. It could be one. But it is not one at the moment. What will make it one? If the volatility is accompanied by a contraction in emerging market economies, emerging markets are continuing to grow. And they have actually been an important source of global growth. This is Andrew England, the FT Southern Africa Bureau Chief, and I was speaking to Lesetje Kanyago in Pretoria.